Hey, everybody, this is Christian Brindle, president and founder of Christian Brindle Insurance Services, an agency specializing in Medicare health plans, as well as the founder and admin of the Six Figure Medicare Agent Facebook community. And I am Glenn Shelton, founder and president of Lead Heroes, where we specialize in final expense and Medicare insurance leads. Every single Tuesday, guys, we have decided to come together and bring our forces together to talk about our two favorite subjects in the world, insurance and tacos. Henceforth, Taco Tuesday, let's taco about insurance. Every single Tuesday, we will live stream this show for the group Six Figure Medicare Agent at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't miss it. It can also be found everywhere that podcasts can be listened to, or you could watch the replay of the video up on our YouTube channel for the Six Figure Medicare Agent YouTube channel. Thanks so much for watching. Hope you enjoy, and let's get into this. Let's see. Got the classic live. Looks like we're going live here. Folks, welcome to Taco Tuesday. I think this is uh, part quattro, so we're past the trilogy at this point. Um, but guys, thanks for tuning in. We have a special guest today. It's Christian Brindle and I returning again with more tacos to talk about it with special guest Rebecca Davis. Rebecca, welcome to Taco Tuesday. I can't wait. Taco Tuesday's favorite day of the week, right? Yeah, that's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. We were just I appreciate talking. it. You guys were so much fun last week. I'm I'm happy to let crash. <laughs> crashing the taco. <laughs> well, well, instead of instead of crashing it in the comment section, she's crashing it on the video this time around. Is I it really wanna... more or less annoying this way though? <laughs> the good news is is I can focus more on my tacos because we have three people. I don't have to. Like when Christian and I were just going back and forth, I have to like strategically take my bites, but now I can just stuff my face while you talk, you and Rebecca talk. Yeah, more or less, more or less. So I, I today I have some um, some colorful tacos that I've been meaning to, to um, expose to the world, if you will. And and um, this time, I know last colorful? week, Glenn kind of- Did you say Glenn, colorful? Glenn, they're colorful. They are colorful. Color, like a rainbow? Not quite that colorful, but but last week I know Glenn kind of got on me for not buying my staff tacos, so I bought the entire office tacos. Today. <laughs> oh, the hero we all need, Christian Brindle. That's okay. awesome. And what did you do that was here today? Got tacos. What kind of tacos? With the taco we have the Doritos Locos taco today. <laughs> See, it's orange. Orange is a color. Why aren't we sponsored yet? <laughs> this is brought to you by The Bell, the Taco Bell. Rebecca, I heard you also had tacos. Is I this did. true? I Here we go. One from lunch for today. <laughs> is that Taco Bell as well? Wow. <laughs> Taco Bell. Everybody went three. to Taco Bell? DoorDash. <laughs> yep. Oh, Same. Man. Literally just got mine a second ago. Been grinding today. So I send my assistant out. To get the tacos i don't even do the DoorDash, but last week she was forced to go to del taco because they're they're tearing down the taco bell near our office here they're like oh. remaking it and everything like that and i she came back with del taco i was like how could you and wait wait like, we need to backtrack you have a del taco 
We have a Del Taco. Oh. I have not seen Del Taco since I lived in California 20 years ago. Oh. Really? There's no Del Taco there? No, no Del Tacos here. Where are, where are you, by the way? I know you're in my computer, Rebecca, but where are you physically in the world? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Space in the back of your head. (laughs) (laughs) I am in Texas. I'm Mm, about an hour and a half, two hours southwest of the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. Okay. Between um, Dallas and Abilene, and then a little south. A little town called Stephenville. So my they're question. literally known as rodeo capital of the world. <laughs> okay. My, my question is, are you close enough um, to Tony Merwin and Scotty O'Brien that you guys can all just get together and have like wild parties and I don't even know about it? Yes, we could technically. <laughs> but, but why don't you? Tony, if you end up watching this, I just want you to know I'm still mad at you for not doing a poker tournament like you promised me at the start of the pandemic. By the end of the the pandemic's going to be over, and he still will have not fulfilled this promise. I, I know it. Tony, that's my only warning to you, good sir. I really want to jump into what we were talking about before. Are we? I can't wait. To, yeah. All right, so... I'm not going to say <laughs> I love how scared you are. I love how scared you both. It's hilarious. Well, well, you know, um, the, the, the thing is, you know, the, the, this whole, it was being recorded what I was saying before. So I, I probably better tread lightly, but, um, yes, I can blackmail I was, you. I, I've, I've, I've posted it in comment sections and tons of threads before. So most people that follow the group world probably know what I'm talking about, but, so it was in 2017. I was living in Florida, in Tampa. And there's a very large carrier out there. They, they happen to be green. Um, and I'm not going to say anything more you than that. To, they have you don't tacky, have to say their name. They yeah. have tacky commercials. And, you know, I mean, that's about it. But um, anyway, so I go into one of the captive. I go in one of the, the offices because they have, they have offices set up all over Florida they're really big presence there. And um, there's some captive agents. There's multiple captive agents actually all have their own desks. And, you know, I, w- I was invited in because, you know, the, the broker manager wanted to meet me, wanted to, you know, talk with me about the products, blah, blah, blah. So the captive agents are all sitting there and they have stacks. I'm talking like you could take two phone books and put them on top of each other. And that's how big this stack would probably be of scope of appointments. And they were filled out scope of appointments that brokers like all of us have probably sent in, maybe faxed in or something like that over the years. And um, it looked to me like from what I was able to gather, like I was just kind of like observing and passing, but they were just going through this stack of scope of appointments and cold calling them. Probably PDP, you know, sale, sale scope of appointments. And they're going through and trying to move them to Medicare Advantage sales, which as Rebecca pointed out accurately, that's not compliant. Yeah, I was going to um, say, I mean, and how old? My first thought is like, how old are those too? You know, how old are those scopes of appointment? I'm not I mean, sure. those, it's not permission to contact, you know, that's not what a scope of appointment is, right? Well, I mean, they have up to 10 years in storage, so. <laughs> can, is it, I mean, I, and again, this isn't a scope of appointment. This isn't my, my wheelhouse by any means, so. I mean, is there language on the scope that says ten? You have ten years to contact. No, no, you just have to oh. store them for ten years. Mm. Yeah, that you just have to keep them on file for ten years in case you ever get audited. That's basically that's ridiculous. 
That's mm-hmm. longer than your financial records. Your financial I records know. are seven. So we have like in our offices here, we have, you know, file cabinets basically with scopes full of them, you know, like because we have to keep them. We can't get rid of them. We have to hang on to them. Um, and it's it's ridiculous. But but anyway, um, this carrier and I know so many people that have had experience with this carrier reaching out to their clients trying to move them, you know, to Medicare Advantage sales. I mean, they're notorious about doing it. So what I'm saying probably isn't that far-fetched, but it's probably just a little shocking to know that, I don't know if they're still doing this today, I can't say, but at least back then, they were using the scopes to call people, (laughs) which is ridiculous to me. It blew my mind. Well, why wouldn't they, in theory, still be doing it today unless they got called out on it? They could be getting, they could have gotten called out. I don't know. I can't be the only agent that walked through there and saw that. No way. I mean, it was just so free and open. You know, they're like, they're free to be uncompliant. I'm trying to remember how I, I don't even remember how I stumbled across this carrier. So this is a different carrier than, than you guys were just talking about. Still a very big carrier, not as big as the one you guys were talking about, but still a very well-known carrier that many, many brokers sell. I want to say it was like two or three years ago. So this wasn't recent, but um, they were doing direct mail for their PDP. And it was really just like a basic open enrollment, direct mail, you know, hey, um, you know, open enrollment's coming up. Make sure you you take care of your, your PDP plan. Make sure that everything's still good for you, blah, blah, blah. Well, there was an, you know, it's all carrier branded. There's no broker message. There's no agency message. It looks like it's coming directly from the insurance carrier. Well, the 800 number that was on there was going directly to one of their top agencies. So, and, and again, this there, so to kind of reiterate here, so the, the insurance carrier was taking all of the clients that they had for their Medicare Advantage or MedSup. They were blasting them with direct mail about PDP, and then they were funneling all of those inbound calls to an agency who was doing both. So, and I actually posted about it publicly, and I dropped the name of the carrier on the insurance forms as soon as I found out, because I'm like, this is insane. I'm like, I'm like, how I would be livid if I was losing clients because an insurance carrier was marketing to my clients and then funneling it to another agency. Um, and it was kind of like, I, there was some, some blowback, like some people were mad about it. I think the carrier did find out that I posted about, it, but you know, I'm on the marketing side of the business. So I kind of, I, w- I wouldn't say untouchable, but you know, I was just, I wanted it to get out there. I'm like, this is crazy. So yeah, I mean, this just goes to show, I think this is happening a lot, probably every carrier, right? I mean, to some degree, I don't know. Without without knowing a hundred percent for sure, I'd be willing to bet there's something. I really don't want to say this, but um, Christian Brindle just I, got I, terminated. It's going to be in the news. <laughs> Christian Brindle just be, got terminated be... from all major carriers <laughs> because of a Taco Tuesday video, <laughs> and he was baited into it by by Glenn Shelton. And um, <laughs> I got dibs. First dibs on your book. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it, baby. Roll it. So, but I'd be willing to bet there that um, a lot of carriers, that's politically correct, a lot of carriers are doing something behind the scenes like that that is just 
slimy, uh, you know, not compliant. Let's play devil's advocate though, right? Um, the argument that they could be making is, you know, they, they want to take care of their book of business, right? They could be saying, hey, listen, you know, if, if your client chooses to do business with someone else, that's not on us. We're just making sure that all of our beneficiaries that are on our book are being serviced. And we're trying to do, you know, it's our fiduciary duty as an insurance carrier to take care of all these clients. So, you know, I, I don't know. I personally, as a broker myself, I would be furious, but I don't know. Maybe there is an argument to be made there. I think that's exactly what they would say. You know, like if, if, if you ever, like the local Humana team here in Utah, years ago, I'm not saying anything bad. Like, you guys are trying to get me in trouble. That's what you're trying to do. So, so the local Humana team here a couple of years ago, before I was even in the business, um, one of the broker managers took a couple of agents out, you know, captive agents out training, and they went out and tried to roll some of my dad's clients. Oh boy. Um, and, you know, so this is, this is nothing new. This stuff, this kind of stuff has been going on for a while, you know? Right. Um, and they're probably making the argument that, you know, they may, they're more profitable with Medicare advantage. I think we can all agree with that. Right. Um, they make more money. They probably think that they're going to have a higher retention rate with Medicare Advantage, blah, 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 whatever the case might be. So I'm sure they have some kind of argument to be had. Um, Rebecca, I, I'm, I'm going to shift gears on the topic here, though. Please do. Where did you, where did, you where did you, contracts. yeah, before I lose my contract, yeah. um, <laughs> just so you know, guys, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan first. You know, <laughs> a back scratcher. I got um, what I mean. Whatever you want to know, you know. I mean, I'm is a that fan. a plain T-shirt? You usually have a branded tee on too. I know, I know. It's everything's dirty. Everything's that's a dirty. taco eating shirt. That way, that's a, yeah, that's a disaster things. shirt. Yeah, that's a disaster <laughs> waiting to happen. This is for sauces, red sauces specifically. But no, go ahead. Sorry, Christian. Well, I, I knew I knew Taco Tuesday was coming, and so I didn't want to wear one of my carrier tees and then never be able to wear it again after taco tuesday but rebecca let's talk about this covid extension okay yeah where, that was news. where did you first see that um it was emailed to me by a carrier oh okay so anyway let's i would like to backtrack before we even talk about that i kind of saw this this kind of i was it was like in my sphere but i didn't dive into it what happened when they rolled out the last COVID special enrollment? Wasn't there like they had to retract it and then CMS came out and was like, okay, now it's official. Mm-hmm. Cause that's as soon as I saw what you posted today, Rebecca, I was like, I was like, is this, is this like the same thing over again? I'm like, is this a carrier saying it? Did CMS come out and say anything yet? I'm like, I oh, haven't heard you know, anything. I mean, all kidding aside, it could be, I've seen stranger things this year. I mean, if you read the language, it even says you can switch a PD plan this time, you know, that kind of threw up some red flags because if you oh, actually read mm. it there, it says MA, MAPD and PDP switchers. So I have a feeling it's like, I mean, it came from a carry out in California where California, they're truly back on lockdown. So they may be hearing about it firsthand because it's so much worse out there um but yeah i mean absolutely there could be a retraction there could be an adjustment you know but i mean i'm not surprised with what's going on i mean the world is literally being shut back down again 
And, and, you know, it could tie into some, you know, it may go back to, well, if you haven't used your OEP, then you can still use it. And maybe that's the only way you can still use it. I mean, there's not a lot of clarification, honestly, in that uh, memo that was sent out, just the fact that they were extending it indefinitely for the year it looked like. I mean, Man. this is like a year long. I mean, it's wild to see Medicare Advantage go from like this forbidden thing where it was like, you have to you have to sell it in person. If you're selling it over the phone, you have to be in a, a certain call center, you know, open enrollment only. And now, like after everything that's happened, it's like sell Medicare Advantage anytime you want. Like just just take care of everybody. Like well, maybe after all this, I'll just say screw it. It's not that big of a deal. Let's just open it up. <laughs> I yeah. I strongly believe that's coming. If I if I was a betting man, what do you think, or, Christian? Yeah. Or serious I, chronics, if you got diabetes, a heart condition, arthritis, COPD, ERSD, uh, sickle cell anemia, <laughs> yeah. cancer, cross-eyed, cataracts. If you have any of these, you can get a chronic plan you're <laughs> at. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I definitely think so. I mean, the restrictions have been lowered dramatically, but I, I think it was leading up to that anyway. You know, even before COVID, I think COVID Agreed. probably just sped up the process because like, if you look at like, when I first came into the business, Rebecca, this is probably the way it was for you too. When I first came into the business with Medicare Advantage anyway, I mean, you, the scopes were supposed to be signed and documented 48 hours before the appointment. Unless you had was a valid like, reason. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you had a valid reason, unless it was like a walk-in or something like that. But like, you know. I mean, we, you know, you talk to a new broker and you'd be like, all right, so you have to get this form filled out 48 hours ahead of time. Like if it's a lead or like, you know, it's a, if it's a cold prospect relatively, you've never met them before. And you're, you're like, okay, um, by the way, Mr. Mrs. Prospect, you never met me before. We've talked on the phone once or twice. I need you to sign this form and get it back to me before I come. People don't want to sign anything. Yep. You know? And yeah. so weirder to ask somebody to sign a form two days before the appointment. Now we say, Oh, can you sign this before I can go into the plan? It, to me, it's still kind of strange, but not near as weird as I'm going to mail you this form. You mail it back and a week later, then I can come see you. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. So like, Didn't I think we've seen sense. a trend. Yeah. I, I think we've seen a trend of them kind of taking a step back. And I think a lot of that has to do with like agent advocate groups, you know, like, National Association of Health Insurance, you know, underwriters, I think they've done a lot of good with that kind of stuff. Um, but I think COVID probably just sped up the process, you know, about the, you know, loosening the screws, if you will. Well, in some Red carriers tape. now, you don't even have to send in a scope. You have to get one for your own records, but you don't even have to tell them that you did. Right. That's crazy. right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's insane, but like, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, when, when, when I, when I'm, when I'm training a new agent and they're like, what do I do about scope of appointments? I'm like, what's that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's like, whoa, we're really what? going for it today. Like Christian Brindle guys, no scopes. Just we're throwing carriers under the bus. Let's go. <laughs> Always get Enough. scopes. Always get your scopes. <laughs> what's the scope? Do it correctly document them. Keep them for 10 years. You didn't hear anything of the uh, other than that for me. I've <laughs> like, heard sure. a little rumor going around. It's been kind of rumor for a couple months Ooh, that they're Taco Tuesday possibly going to down the road, take the scope of appointment away if you're face to face. 
So only you got to have one if you're over the phone, which makes sense. Nobody's going to come sit in your office if they really don't want to talk to you. You kidnap them. Rebecca's (laughs) driving down the street in a pickup truck and she's throwing seniors into the back of it. And she's like, you're coming with me to my office and we're going to talk. I need to get smuggling. She's smuggling people across the border to sell them Medicare. She's getting seniors (laughs) in Mexico, smuggling them in just to write their plans. Come on to you, Rebecca. Is that possible? I'm not that far from the border. (laughs) Of course. Of course. So, Rebecca, um, I have not gotten your take yet on um, the the different concepts. He's watching. Um, I, I, we, I, I don't think we've gotten your take yet on conferences being rescheduled. I know me and Glenn talked about that quite a bit last week. What is your take? Are you still going to be going to 8%? And It's well, in your backyard. Yeah, I'll be going because it's in my backyard. I mean, I don't know if it was in Vegas. Well, if it was in Vegas, I'd probably still go to. <laughs> <laughs> For different reasons. But it was in Utah, let's say. <laughs> No, being like two days before open enrollment starts, if I'd make the trip. I mean, as much harassment as I gave you about not coming, I also did understand why you were struggling with that. I mean, I think it's a big bummer. I think a lot of the things you can pick up at these conferences, especially for the younger, newer agents, um, they won't have time to implement, you know, to change a strategy idea or something that they're, oh, that's a great idea. I want to use that for open enrollment. Well, in July, you could, but two days literally before it starts or a week before it starts, you're not going to be able to really utilize any of that stuff. To me, that's kind of the biggest disappointment of it, especially for newer agents that are really trying to get something out of it to boost their AEP game. They won't have time to implement it. Yeah, I think that, I think there's a lot of truth in that. I mean, and then of course, you know, a couple of days ago, it was the, the announcement was made. I, I kind of knew a few days before that, but the the Guru's conference being pushed back to February. Yeah. That's and a I little disappointing. That one too. I, I decided to go to that one when 8% got in the limbo and then that one got pushed back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's too bad. And, and I think like you said, you know, there was uh, the first 8% conference was like in October. Wasn't it literally like the start of AAP? The first really? one? Or the really? second one? I can't remember. I thought it was October though, because I remember really considering going and then I didn't go. So I think scheduling is a huge part of like, I mean, again, if, you're, if your entire annual income is being done during, you know, two months out of the year, you're probably not going to want to have a lot of change around that time. So... I think scheduling is huge and it, you know, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that events had to get rescheduled, but probably for the better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a a question that I have for you, Glenn, um, what is your opinion on agents that are, you know, basically getting everything ready for, events right now for AEP. I think it's crazy. That's a, that's like, a I know really you're big on events, but yeah, I was just, I'm just so, curious. I'm just curious on the dialogue on that. No, it's interesting that you bring that up because literally I had a conversation with an agent yesterday and um, he was talking about, I guess it, it wasn't 
I think it was Monday. Yeah, it was yesterday. So he was talking about um, his plan coming up for marketing and he was talking about seminars and I'm just sitting there listening to him talk about some of his seminar prep. And I'm just like, I'm like, you're really going to double down on seminars right now. And I know we we've mentioned this before, like, you know, every area is a little different. You know, you might be in an area that's maybe it's not as effective right now, but regardless, I just feel like if you're, if you're shelling out money up front, which, you know, if you haven't, if you're paying for the venue, some of these events are catered, you know, I, in my background, when I was selling life insurance, some of these seminars that people would set up would cost 10, 15, $20,000, you know, especially if you're doing dinner for like a hundred people at a venue. I mean, it, it can get really expensive. I know some people, you know, have ways of doing it really cheap, which is awesome. I don't know why you would be planning on doing any type of seminar marketing or seminar selling um, unless it was under just really specific circumstances. You know, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's crazy to me personally, both from the possibility of it being dangerous, but then also just the fact that these seniors, I think most seniors are going to have a mindset that they're not going to want to do face-to-face -face interaction. You know, what you just said, how COVID sped things up, I think on the telesales side of the business, that's kind of the same way. You know, people were already trending towards wanting to do business over the phone. They didn't want to do face-to-face -face meetings. They didn't want to have to go somewhere. Some people like to still go sit in an office and talk to, talk to their broker. But if anything, I think regardless of what happens from here, even if COVID is cured by Christmas, I just think seniors are going to want to do business over the phone. You know, so yeah, I mean, that's, it's a great question. And I, I would question if anyone's listening to this live or the replay and you're about to spend money and, and I'm not saying spend money with me, although you, you're welcome to, um, just be, be cautious of spending money that, you know, could essentially go nowhere. You know, that's, that's, that would be my concern. I guess I better cancel all my events then. <laughs> cancel them. Give me, give me the numbers. I'll do it for you, Rebecca. I'll hold your hand while we will cancel it all together. It'll be painful. I mean, I agree to some degree, but you're going to always going to have that group of seniors that absolutely want to see you in person. They want to make sure you're a real person and not some guy over in the Southeast Asia trying to put them on something. And, you know, as the longer we go, the more tired people get about lock-in. I mean, I think if you do a seminar, you just got to be really smart about it. Keep your tables separated. Keep your couples or your singles together and, you know, space people around. Get a bigger venue than you might have normally gotten in the past so you can keep that space between people. Um, you just got to do it smart. And maybe you don't yeah. have, um, you know, as many. Maybe you just have like one a week in a big place, but you do it all day long or something. Um you know, and kind of take the risk out to where they kind of come and go. Outdoors. And, I think outdoors would be awesome. Yeah. I, I, I think that'd be safer. Yeah. Yeah. So one, one thing, you know, that we, we recently did is we got these new masks and they're the, they're the K195 masks. For our fan base, Christian, can you demonstrate how those are worn? Yes. Um, correctly. I, I, it would be my pleasure. Um, and so these K1, K, K90, <laughs> these K95 like masks, 
You literally look like a serial killer with that. Mask. I should do the. I should. I should do the Next rest of the. Ma- I should do the rest of the video. With this one. Please. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, I like to hear so, from the perspective buyers and when it comes through like that. So what I what I do is you know I get on you know if I'm ever doing a you know a Zoom call with a prospect a virtual meeting I'm gonna get on the line with them and I'm gonna be like Mr. And Mrs. Prospect it's imperative that you get your Medicare started. Now you don't have time. <laughs> you look like a fascist. That's crazy. No, but um, but these 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 KN95 masks apparently I I don't know, but they're the ones they use in the hospitals, and I guess they protect you and the other person. They're like there's something about them that kind of keeps things from. I don't quite understand it, but that's what I was told. So we got some. Um, Actually, I think if you wore that on your head and you did a virtual call, it'd be a great icebreaker. <laughs> well you are from it's a bar mitzvah now it's a bar mitzvah (laughs) i love it i'm in i think um one thing i keep hearing that i it makes sense to me is the candle test so regardless of what you're using to cover your face you shouldn't be able to blow out a candle you have a candle ready some seniors can't blow out candles even if nothing (laughs) anyway emphysema they're just like oh so So um, on, 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 an, on another note, I got tested for COVID over the weekend. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's antibodies. So put your mask back on, please. <laughs> so I, I woke up over the weekend and I felt like really sick Uh-oh. and turns out I'm just a giant baby and it was just a really bad cold and I'm a hundred percent better today. But, um, <laughs> but so I went to the doctor and the doctor's like, you should get tested for COVID. You don't know. It could be any symptoms. It could be the lightest symptoms. And so I, I get it. I go to this like drive-in COVID testing line near my house. And there's literally, I kid you not, 125 plus cars there wow. in this line. And um, they, shoved, they shoved the thing up my nose. You didn't, and, um, you didn't get a video or picture of that? No, I should have. Christian Brindle, shame on you. <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking. I was more freaked out about it because I was like, waiting for an hour in the line with anxiety. I'm like, is this going to hurt? Is this going to, is this going to be uncomfortable? So they, they stick it up my nose and um, it was, it was really freaking painful. That's the only thing I can say. I do have one really serious question. Okay. Was this just a regular cold or was it a man cold? Was it it really bad? (laughs) It was was a a man cold. It was a man cold. It was a little baby man cold. It was totally a baby man cult. <laughs> you look like you're you, you look like you died and went to heaven with the the way the light you have like light coming down on you look like the angel form of wings. Christian Brindle. You need some wings back there. Yeah. Literally maybe maybe I really did get it and I died and <laughs> this I, taco I just t- couldn't miss Taco Tuesday. I taco just couldn't Tuesday. miss it anyway. The special heavenly guest today. I mean your name's Christian. So, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so Tony's joined us now too, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. Tony, Tony. So we got Tony Tony and Scotty on the line. (laughs) Now you can ask him what you were wanting to know, Glenn. Well, first and foremost, Tony, I need you to stop posting pictures of cooking because it just makes me feel worse about myself because I watch you. First of all, I didn't know cows get that big. (laughs) <laughs> or that you can buy meat like that. I mean, you have like a table-sized brisket, 
and then the other thing i'm like who's eating all this meat i'm like is tony eating just brisket like eight times a day there's a lot of questions i have tony i really do but if you weren't here earlier tony i was scolding you for promising me an online poker tournament that has never come to existence so i don't know maybe if you get locked down again in texas maybe then you will fulfill your promise tony so that's end of rant right there done Thank you. Okay, so I, I have a serious, I have a serious question for you, Glenn. Okay. Um, I have a serious answer. Well, I hope so. Um, Super serious. So, it, from now until AEP, I feel like there's a lot of agents that are just kind of kicking back and just kind of waiting for AEP. What should, what do, you, what do you think agents' marketing plans and strategies should be right now? Because there's a lot of business to be had before AEP. I mean, there's no yeah. reason why you should wait till AEP to start writing. Yep, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, I was talking to one of my clients this morning and, you know, there's, I think the biggest opportunity right now, like, let's say you're trying to focus on selling Medicare supplements, right? You can sell meds up year round, simplified issue underwriting, maybe you're you're targeting T65 guaranteed issue whatever it is but you know specifically with the older crowd if you come across someone who and and I don't know maybe it's irrelevant since open enrollment is like all year now but you know under normal circumstances if you come across someone right now that you can't help because it's not open enrollment and you were trying to sell them something, whether it's a final expense plan or a Medicare supplement plan, or maybe you're trying to sell them some type of supplemental policy like critical illness or dental, cancer, whatever, home health care. And then you find out that they need help with their Advantage plan or they, they need help with their prescription drug plan. This is such a great time to be able to say, listen, I can't help you with that right now. You know, we have to wait until open enrollment. That starts in just a couple months. I will be the person that will take care of you or my agency will be the, the agency that helps you with this. Um, and, and just really firming that up for a callback. Because again, like when it comes to referrals or leads, oh my gosh, that is a monster bite. Oh man, did everyone see that? I wish I could do a slow-mo replay for everyone on Taco <laughs> Tuesday. I mean, that poor go taco. Bigger. Go big or go home that poor on Taco, taco. Tuesday. <laughs> um, but no, it's a, a, you're already talking to this person. You built a relationship. You're building rapport. They believe you to be an expert, right? I mean, there's kind of a takeaway to the sale too because you're telling them that you want to help them, that you can't help them, but you just can't do it right now. I would be stacking those to the moon, you know, just, I would be on autopilot right now, sell whatever you want. I mean, again, I just talked to an agent today or yesterday about home healthcare and he was like gunning for home healthcare right now. Hey, that's great. Whatever it is you want to sell, focus on it. And then I would be just stacking all of these prospects that you come across that you can't help right now. And just have as many as possible. And then, you know, the floodgates open, open enrollment starts, boom. I mean, you have, you should have enough people. And, and a lot of agents are doing this all year, right? There's some agents, January rolls around. They're already building that list. You know, okay, this is Mrs. Jones. She has this, she wants to change to this, blah, 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 whatever it is. And then again, you're just saving yourself time, energy, and money. And you're going to be 10 times more efficient down the road if you kind of 
process it like that. that. That's my opinion, but I'd love to hear, you know, Rebecca, what's, what's something that you're, you're doing right now, getting ready for AEP. Oh, I agree. You got to start prepping for AEP long before AEP starts. Um, we started, well, me and Christian talked about this before, but we started back in May putting some stuff in the gear and, you know, just making some initial plans, some thoughts. And then as we come into the summer, now we're really getting on to initiating them and getting things set up. I mean, I am a face-to-face um, agent, you know, event agent. Um, everybody knows that about me um, with all the grassroots and stuff. So I've really had to switch gears this year because of that. Fortunately for me, I've been in this, doing this long enough now where I have a big enough referral base coming in. So the leads I do get coming in from other sources, actual leads, we send those all to the agents that are out in the field and let them work all leads. I don't touch an actual lead that comes in. I haven't actually for a couple of years, but I think this year is really imperative for those field agents to get those leads. Um, you know, I'm, we're doing, I mean, we're getting on the radio this AP, we're getting and then text message blow up. Uh, I'm always big on flyers, personal flyers, plus carrier flyers. We're in Walmarts. I don't know what's going to happen with those, but we have seven of them. <laughs> um, we have an HEB. I think we have maybe a Kroger or a Walgreens too. I'm not even sure anymore. <laughs> and then um, I have 30 events filed here at the office. Um, hopefully nice. going to get on national marketing. We put in form early enough. You know, we've turned basically submitted for the office to be a resource center. And then we filed a, a specific events around that as well. And then I have agents turning in their events as well, too. Uh, you know, conference rooms, live. I mean, they're trying to work. It's just nobody really knows what's going to be the home run this year. Right. Walmart could be deader than the Nordale, or it may be busier than it's ever been because it'll yeah. be really the only store you can go yep. to. Yeah. No, you're totally <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I, the I original lockdown i think that was the only store that like Target, was Walmart, one of the yeah. few stores anyway that was open so i mean it could be great i love the di- diversification of everything that you just said um again when i was talking about seminars and I, and I was really beating them down it's not that i think seminars won't work or that people aren't going to still have them or, or business can be done that way it's these agents that always go all in. And even if someone who's buying leads from us, you know, I, I will straight up tell agents like you need to diversify, um, especially, you know, and there's a million reasons why. And one specifically that you just hit on is you don't know what's going to be hot this year. <laughs> you don't know exactly how the next few months are going to play out. You don't know when Yeezy becomes president, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen after that. <laughs> so <laughs> I think diversification and marketing is huge. I, I <laughs> you know I put a lot on the emphasis on the office this year um, where normally I go out of the office more because I can control my environment here I can make sure the office is clean I can make sure people feel comfortable coming here I know who's been in here who's not if somebody's been sick you know what to do I have yeah. a control and controlled environment and I think locally because that's who's going to come to the office. They know that. They know, like, for the for three months of COVID, I didn't allow a walk-in in the office. We did everything on the phone. The staff was here. We were fully up and running every day. But we didn't let people come into the building until, you know, we all knew more about what was going on. Yeah, so and you can I mean, do that again. Yeah, I mean, you we, have I mean, all, we may have yeah. to. 
I mean, I have uh, three, four different entrances to this office. If I need to, you know, wall off partitions and have people coming in on different entrances and basically feel like they're in their own little room, we can do that. If that's Get what some makes bodyguards. <laughs> some bouncers keep those seniors out. You got to be careful. They're trying to sneak in. It's like a zombie Who apocalypse. Who are you, sir? Um, what is your role here? I'm Rebecca Davis's bouncer. Yeah, only five people in this building at a time, sir. Yeah, you're gonna have to put your mask on. I kind of wanted to piggyback on something you said, Glenn, that I I really agree with on you know stacking leads up for AEP like follow ups because, I mean, I I've been doing that for years. Like typical, my typical AEP when when it first when when it rolls around, um, year in and year out, I'll usually have you know, a stack of contacts in my calendar that I need to get in touch with for people I've just talked throughout throughout the year. You know, some one person I might have talked to in February, another I might have talked to like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just and then, you know, that that usually translates into a, a lot of just real easy sales right then and there, because I've already done the work throughout the year um, to kind of know what this person wants. Um, I, I've been training a couple new agents lately. And, you know, and, you know, they, we ran into situations where they, we couldn't do anything at that point in time. And I told them, I'm like, put it in your AEP calendar because I, I bet you there's a chance we'll be able to do something in AEP. Um, and it's also about, I think, you know, just selling something. Selling something is better than selling nothing. Like I remember, you know, during the pandemic, I had a, you know, a lead order um, that I got and it was kind of a dud a little bit. I didn't get too much out of it. You know, it was a weak lead order. Um and, but what I was able to do is I was able to get four, four, I think four or five dental sales out of it, which I'll take, you know, there that you paid go. for the lead order right there. Um, might not have been the home run, but at least I, I was getting something out of it. And I wasn't just giving up on the leads. I was trying to get something out of those leads. You know, I was trying to squeeze water out of a rock a little bit. I think, I think that's really important. You know, I think selling something is what matters because the revenue yeah. is revenue. Yeah. Great. Ex- oh, go ahead, Rebecca. I mean, I, I preach this to new agents and I've even, I mean, me and Christian have talked about it. You know, it doesn't matter what you sell, sell something. Activity is activity. Any kind of activity will lead to more activity. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if it's a vision plan or a dental plan or a med set or an advantage or all the above, which most people like, but anything will build one, especially for new agents, confidence and kind of get them juices going and they'll get in a groove. So what if it's uh, $10, $10 dental plans or uh, vision plans or, you know, it doesn't matter. They're going to find getting that groove. They're going to build some confidence and the vision plan will turn into a med sup or it'll turn into a vinegar advantage when the timing is right. Yep, absolutely. So the thought that came to my head is, as you were talking, Christian, a second ago about this, um, when I first came into the industry, on the life side of the business, I had like, I had this, I was, I don't know, I was a new agent. I was a dumbass, like most of most new agents are. And I had this thought of like accidental life insurance, which is crazy cheap and doesn't really comp as well as other types of life insurance. I had this like hard line where like, I would talk bad about accidental life insurance. If I came across someone and they said, Hey, I just want an accidental plan. I'd be like, I'm not the person to sell that to you. I don't believe in it. And I had this like almost holier than thou about it. Like I really would. And I would talk bad about any other agents who were trying to sell accidental. I'm like, that's not going to pay out if you die from anything else. You know, you have to slip off a roof 
you know, that's the only way it's going to pay out. Um, but yeah, I totally have a 180 perspective on it. Just like you guys said, I mean, I sell, sell anything. And, and especially if it's something they want, I mean, if, they, if someone's at like, seriously, I'm kicking myself thinking about now, cause I remember this, this appointment where I'm sitting down with the husband and wife and the husband's like, you know, I know life insurance. I understand how it works. I just want an accidental plan. I literally walked out of the house. And I'm just like, I'm not going to sell you an accidental plan. I'm like, I'm going to sell you a plan that will pay out a term policy or final expense policy. Um, but yeah, I mean, now, yeah, sell them a, you know, sell a $5 rent renters policy, right? Like sell anything, get them on your book of business. And then now you can, they know who you are. They know what you do. You can cross sell to them, cross market to them. You can do annual reviews. You can ask them for referrals. You can send them newsletters. I mean, there's so much value once you have that person, you know, on your books that, you know, I, yeah, worry about the actual ROI, you know, and, and like you said, sometimes you're just going to break even, you know, sometimes you're going to spend money and you're not, you're not going to get that 10, you know, five to 10 X that everyone's always chasing. Um, but, you know, sometimes you might break even right away and you can come back, you can add another policy or they refer people to you and, you grow from there. And Rebecca, I think that's, it seems like that's something you probably do really well with your time about like grassroots marketing. It seems like that's really your mindset. Oh, absolutely. I, I'll sell anything. I mean, I did a, just a little bit ago, we did a new to Medicare, at, you know, for, prescription drug and a vision plan. She didn't want the dental. So we did a little division and then the conversation went to, Oh, are you guys a full agency? Cause I am. And I'm like, yes. And I try not to talk too much about the PNC side because it's, uh, it's just a whole nother beast, right? but we are. And they're like, well, we're buying, you know, this million dollar property. Can you give us a quote on that too? <laughs> you know, there so you, you know. never know what our conversation is. So. Especially, you know, when you're, you yeah, know, we do that brick and mortar, yes. you know, but we did our health. Sure. I'll do your PNC too. I mean, then that's kind of why I still have the PNC is for the people that have their health and want to keep it all under one roof. You know? Oh yeah. There's a, there's a lot of value in that. I totally believe, you know, and so, Glenn, when, when, when you're telling your story about the accidental death and dismemberment, you know, the, the, the client that you said came to mind and, you know, you just didn't yeah. want to you didn't believe in it. That totally brought me a flashback. So I remember my second year in the business. Here we go. And, and this, and so I had a client, I, I, I came across a potential client and he wanted a high deductible plan F. He did the same thing. I did the exact same thing because I was just like, I was like, oh. like, and so my, my mission from that point was to talk him out of it. Right. I could have sold it. Right. You could have literally, I, I, yeah, I could have just could have sold written it. it. You could have made money and he would have yep. been, ha- yeah. Yep. I could have sold it. I could, I mean, and there, and there were several carriers that we could have sold it with too, yep. like at the time. And then um, this was in like 2015. So high deductible plan Fs were still kind of a, a thing a little bit, you know, right. like, we're like high deductible plans you now. Um, and the, but the, you know, I've never loved those products. I know some people really, really like them and some people really, really swear by them. Like I did a video on YouTube about high deductible plan G last, right after AEP last year. I was kind of critical of it. And, um, I, that video has gotten like 300 views or something like that. And I've gotten a crap ton of negative comments about it. Um, (laughs) and so I'm still learning it clearly, but, um, 
anyway, I, you know, I was just trying to talk him into something else. I was like, let's get a regular F. Let's do a Medicare Advantage. Let's do this. Let's do, I mean, like, you know, just trying to anything I could to talk him out of it. Um, he spent a lot of time with me. He was really patient with me. And what ended up happening with the guys, he went and bought it through someone else yep. that just was willing to shut their mouth yep. and give him what he wanted. 100%. And they probably stacked on a gap plan. Probably. You have a quarter million in your savings you want to roll? Yeah, I can help you with that. Here's your- well, and honestly, somebody who's not afraid of a high deductible plan probably has some money saved like that. Boom. Yep. Absolutely. And 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 I and I looking back on it, I think he did. I think he did because I I did end up going to his house. This house was like a castle. And so, you know, looking back on it, you know, I I was I was not even a year in. I don't think. I think I was eight or nine months in at the time. Yeah. And sounds, I look back at it. Sounds like a, that sounds like less than twelve for sure. <laughs> sounds like a new a new experience. But hey, that's that's part of the game, right? I mean, you got you got to cut your teeth. You got to. You got to miss a lot. I mean, that was, as I became more experienced, that was kind of the, like, I would always, I would come across these same things that had happened before. And I would be like, oh, I could have written that. You know, it could have been a carrier issue where I didn't have the right carrier. It could have been, you know, just like we talked about, you know, certain products kind of go well together, you know, understanding the the transitioning between products and stuff like that. And, um, you just have to, you have to understand that's part of it. You know, I think a lot of agents beat themselves up, but yeah, it's just part of the game. You got to learn. I mean, the only way you really learn is to do it and make some mistakes. I mean, if you did it perfect every time, you're never going to learn nothing. Rebecca, we need a newbie story from you. We just, yeah, we just confessed oh. our souls. We need, we need to hear a horror newbie story. I've done or... lots of what Christians done, but only on the complete opposite end. You know, somebody that's on a zero dollar HMO, and I spend hours upon hours in their house trying to figure out how to put them on a dual plan because they were like two dollars over the Medicaid limit. Oh, geez. And I'd be like, when I was oh. and not so familiar with the levels and stuff, and come to find out, they were slimby. They were actually on Medicaid. They just didn't know it, but they couldn't get a dual plan you know it's been four hours in a home researching <laughs> believe me I've been there but you know I'm really good at Medicaid now <laughs> really really good there at you go apps. so I mean you learn from your mistakes and you learn by doing and you got to put the hours in is that you can watch every video under the sun and oh, there's so many great ones out there but until you boots on the ground so to speak it's just a bunch of jibber jabber until you face it head on personally. Yep. 10,000 hours to become an expert, right? Outliers. That is also on my bookshelf. Um, outliers. <laughs> you didn't try it like last time. You're going to spend a bunch of time trying to last, find it. Last, like, last week I spent uh, like, I spent like <laughs> spent a ton of time last week trying to find this book. I couldn't find it. It looked like you had lost a dog or something. You're like, where's my puppy? Okay, hilarious. but this... Oh, hang on. The alarm's going off. Uh-oh. What does that mean? It's a Taco Tuesday emergency. Good thing. Yeah, thank goodness he turned off his audio, too. So any listeners, don't go deaf oh, is that like the Is that like the baby alarm? That's his baby man cold alarm. His man cold's coming back. <laughs> That's what that is. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly <laughs> what that is. So, so everybody thought I was, nobody thought, nobody knew I was here. So they put, they left and put the alarm on. Put the office alarm. <laughs> yeah. And though the office like, alarm. Time to go like, home. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I was telling Rebecca, I thought it was your baby man cold alarm. <laughs> Like it's bad. I thought maybe it was like the baby baby monitor alarm. I wasn't thinking. Oh. <laughs> oh no, I'm 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 not at home. I'm at the office, so that I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know about that. Thankfully, I would never get any work done. Yeah. Well, we're approaching an hour, and I feel like this is a good kind of time structure to wrap up. Any final thoughts, Rebecca, on Taco Tuesday, or anything we discussed, or anything upcoming that you want to share before we hop off? Um, you know, everybody just needs to concentrate on what they think is going to work this AP. Nobody really knows, but I definitely diversify. I think that's definitely the key. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, you know, when you have green carriers, <laughs> don't, don't blast them on. <laughs> don't do what Christian Brendel does. Great advice. Um, Rebecca Davis has a Facebook group called Medicareville, you guys. Um, yes. If you're not in that group, check it out. She shares some really great grassroots marketing tips as well as breaking news from the carriers like we saw today. She was the first one to post. So yep. mazel tov. You're the first one to retract. <laughs> first one, yeah, first one to post, first one to retract. <laughs> so um, the other thing I wanted to mention is if you're not in Glenn's group, you should be. Glenn's got a really, really good group as well. Um He's had, he's had some great interviews in his group, guys. So, um, Glenn, remind me the name of your group. Isn't it like selling to seniors? What is it's, it again? Uh, Glenn Shelton is awesome is the name. Okay. Of Just I'm, search I'm, Glenn Shelton. It's Glenn how Shelton. to market and sell insurance to seniors. That, that was the name of the group. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's, out, it's, it's a good group. It's a good community. Pretty big group, actually. Um, it is pretty big. We're trying to get some more engagement going. So feel free, jump in, share you guys. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> Help me out. We need more engagement. And of course, we um, have the six figure millionaire. Six figure, is that what it is? Six millionaire. Uh, millionaire now, a, right? Six figure millionaire. <laughs> millionaire matchmaker, Christian Brindle. Yeah. Um, getting there. Getting there. Not quite there yet, but uh, <laughs> the matchmaker. Well, I put that. it out there. So now it shall be. It, it won't be too long though. As soon as, as soon as I'm able to accurately um, change the name to seven figure Medicare agent, I will. That's the there goal. You go. I like that. You graduate. Goal. Yeah. The group graduates with you. I, I like that. Yes. Um, well, thank you guys for being here. I thought this was really good. Um, the, my, my final thought I would say would be, you know, to kind of put a cherry on top of what we were talking about before about, you know, um, like for at least for me and Glenn, you know, not trying to sell, trying to talk someone out of something that they're ready to buy. It, sometimes it's not a bad thing to be an order taker. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If they know what they want, give it to them. Yes. Yep. Shut your mouth and sell. Um, the one thing that I would bring back up from the conversation today that um, I think a lot of agents do kind of step over, they're not thinking about is build your list start creating a list of people you're talking to. It could be your neighbors. It could be a lead. It could be anybody, you know, if, if Medicare comes up or they find out what you do and you realize it's someone that you could help during open enrollment, 
build your list now and then attack that list as soon as you can. And I think that's a no brainer. Yep. I agree. Cool. 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 All right. Well, till next Tuesday, you guys part Cinco coming up next Tuesday, Rebecca, thanks for coming on with us. Hope you guys enjoyed watching us stuff our faces with tacos. Diablo sauce. I wanted to show this too. This is what the men, you probably have like my, you probably found like something more mild than mild you for your pass that to Christian on, right now. That would be really an awesome trick. <laughs> Go through this. Christian. <laughs> you also just pull it like, oh. I wish I had a packet here with me because then I could have just looked like I was pulling. I, know, I thought you were, yeah, I thought you were going to do it. I, I didn't have it. I let you down total letdown all right you guys we'll see you next tuesday stay safe and happy selling take care everybody thank you